so I don't know how this podcast stuff works, but all I know is that I like talking and that's why I started the podcast. You know, people don't like hearing my opinions most of the time because I do have very strong opinions about very strong topics. And I do realize that sometimes my opinions aren't always agreeable or they're not always opinions that you can agree with. And I understand that, but, you know, I, you know, like running my mouth and not in a talking, talking crap kind of way. Not that, not that type of running. I just, I just have very strong opinions and this isn't necessarily to make them heard. This is just so I can just get them out there and, you know, Maybe I'll listen back to my own podcast and maybe a month from now, a week from now, tomorrow, or like a year from now, you know, I'll realize how crazy I sound. But for right now, these are my opinions and where I stand in certain topics. And I do want that to be very clear to people that I don't say what I say um, because I think it applies to everyone or because I think... That's what everyone should think. That's never my intention. And I posted my first episode earlier today. And I don't think I made that very clear in that episode. But I do want it to be something that people understand. That this is a podcast where I get my thoughts out. It's not something where... Um, I'm saying you should think this. I'm not trying to influence people's um, opinions at all. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just making my opinions heard. And, well, no one's probably listening. But, I mean, I'm getting them out there. And they are very, they could be considered very controversial. And I understand that. But I just... I like controversy, me not being able to talk. This is going to be a reoccurring issue, and if that bothers people, I'm so sorry. I like controversy, not because of what it causes, because controversy does, controversy does cause problems and issues between people, and I don't like that. I like it when it's a healthy debate. Um, I like a little bit of argument, but not in a toxic way. You could have a debate with someone, kind of an argument, but within a healthy range. You know, if you don't agree on something, you state your reasons why. You state what opinions you have, like what you can back it up with. It doesn't necessarily have to be with facts, like in the way I'm talking about in a conversation. You don't have to back up your opinions with facts. It could be like emotions or uh direct correlation to it you know it could be different different um variables can affect you know what you choose to back up your opinions with and what I do is I just I don't necessarily back up my opinions with personal experience all the time like it's just things that I see around me things that I know have happened to other people so that's not necessarily factual because it's not in the public eye for other people to fact check it's just something that like oh damn like I know that's happened before, but that's more other people's um, personal experience. What is what is that called? Like second secondary 
or I don't know what it's called, but it's like, it's not a first person, you know, experience. It's like a second person experience, like the way I saw it through my eyes. And it's just, um, it's just what I like doing. I like having opinions and I like just stating them. It doesn't have to necessarily be to people just so I get it off my chest because I'm a person who has different opinions on the same topic. You know, I can, I can argue for both sides sometimes and that's very confusing to other people, but I'm just a very confusing person. I'm a very complicated person and I'm a very diverse person in the sense that I don't necessarily see things as right or wrong or, you know, black and white, you know, I'm on most things. I'm in the gray area where I can see both sides of the story and I choose to take benefits from both sides, not choose a side. Um, that may be weird to some people, you know, some people are very left and some people are very right when it comes to politics and I'm neither. Some people are very, um, well, my last episode was, I would say, not a very influential religion-heavy episode, but it was a very religion-heavy, um, it was very religion-heavy in the sense that I talked about it a lot, but not in an influential way. I hope you understand what I mean. But, um, yeah. So, um, I don't try to influence others, and I don't let others influence me. And I think that's important, and I think if you can't separate, um, if you can't separate listening to something and then being influenced by something, then I don't think... I don't think, you know, you have a very strong foundation as a person because there's always there's always going to be people who try to bring you down with words and that's always going to be something that's going to be a problem in society. It's something that's been a problem for the longest, you know, since history began. And I don't think you can survive in this world and also let everyone influence you. You can't be the person who's influenced by what others say or who's affected by what others say, I should mean, I should say. Because if you're the person who um, who takes into consideration what everyone else thinks about you, then you're not your own person. You're... you're like a mannequin, you let others dress you with their words. And it's something that I see a lot, especially as a teenager. I see it a lot in my environment at school, especially high school. High school's high school's a big um it's it's um high school not as a place of education, but it just as a time period in your life is where I feel most teenagers find themselves. Or college, college too. Um you tend to find yourself in those periods of your time of your life, but my thing is, I think it's made so difficult because we um, most a lot of people don't realize that they're mannequins. They're letting they're not finding themselves as a person. They're dressing themselves for other people. You know, they're they're taking what people say and pretending to be this person for them. And 
I, I'm not saying that, you know, I know who I am and blah, blah, blah. I found myself. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I don't take into consideration what other people think. I take what I think and I build myself on that. But I'm not saying, you know, most people would be like, oh, okay, that's great. That's most people's goal. But that's not, I don't think that's also true. That's why when I say I don't see, I don't take, I don't choose sides. I take things from both sides and I'm in the gray area because I don't think you ever find yourself truly, but I don't also think, you know, that it's okay to let other people influence who you want to be or who you choose to be. I think you have to take a little bit of both. I think you have to like listen to what people have to say about you, but don't let it affect you. But I also think that as a person, you can't just decide one day, I've grown enough. This is who I am. I think you never stop growing as a person. And I think you truly never find yourself. Because one day you might, one day you may like cheese. And then another day you wake up lactose intolerant. Your whole world is changed upside down. But how can you, how could you have said, this is who I am? And then things start changing. So that's why I don't think there's ever a point where you can say, this is who I am. But I do think you can say, this is who I tend to be. I, I tend to be a person who, you know, is very motivated or is very um, determined. You know, you can say that, but you can also, you can, you can never say, I am a person who is blah, blah, blah. Because five years from now, you may not be that same person, you know? And a lot of people, a lot, most people's argument is like, okay, but for right now, you are that person. So you have a right to say this and that. But I'm like, that's, it's not how, it's not how it works, especially now with social media and things like that. If you post something, it's on there forever. And that could define you for the rest of your life, but that's not who you are for the rest of your life. And that's the example I give. Like, this is a terrible example, but I don't know why it's the only example that came to mind. Like, maybe someone who works in the adult industry. You know, those videos that they make, which is their work, yes, we understand, but they're very explicit videos, as we could all, you know, agree on. And say one day they choose not to work in the industry and do something a little bit more private those videos will always be there and to some people those that's how they will see that person forever and that's how they'll go down in history as that person who worked in the adult industry and that's it but you know and maybe that person who worked in the adult industry at that time they're like yes this is who I am I'm an I'm an adult film worker I'm an adult filmmaker I don't, someone correct me on the proper term. You know, maybe at that time they were saying, yeah, this is who I am. But they didn't know that five years from that point that they wanted to be a teacher or something. But because of that, because of what people think, because that's how she's identified now, she probably won't be able to work with kids. I don't think you can, you know, I don't think she'll be able to be a teacher because this is, that's the only thing people see her as. And, the, and then publicly, like, maybe she or he publicly said, you know, this is who I am. I'm an adult. 
um, like I work in the adult industry and that's who I want to be and this is who I am, you know, and I'm happy doing this. And maybe at the time they were, they truly were, but I think if she stated, for right now, I'm happy doing this, I think people could already assume on that statement that she, that, that wasn't going to be a long-term thing if she said, for right now. So that's how life is. Life is constantly filled with obstacles and change. And I think as a person, I don't like saying, I am like this, and this is what I'm going to be like forever. I like saying, yeah, for right now, like right now, this era of my life, I tend to like these certain things. I tend to have these certain moods. And I tend to have these certain characteristics as a person. But I never say, yeah, I've always had this. Because there's certain things that do stick with you. But even those things that tend to be a constant in your life, they change in some shape or form. And that's, I mean, I could be just talking gibberish, and I probably am. But that's just how my brain processes this processes those things and that's what I take out of it and I don't I don't know if other people see it that way or if maybe it's just me I don't know if there's other people when it comes to this specific subject if there's other people that are not black or white you know if they're in the gray area about it but I I just don't think you can ever have a true this is who I am forever moment. I think you can have many milestones of this is shaping me as a person. But, you know, because I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, they had the it moment, the, yeah, that's when I really realized that this is what I wanted and this is what I needed to do in my life and that was my goal that was my calling and I've heard a lot of those things but I'm just like you know if people like people who change their careers like oh I realized that this was my calling but I'm like if you went from a lawyer to a doctor like at some point you must have said yeah this was my calling I want to be a lawyer you know, so you can have the that it calling multiple times in your life, but you can have different milestones like, oh, yeah, like I had a desire to be a lawyer. So I became a lawyer and then my desires change. That makes sense to me. But saying, yeah, I had a calling to be a lawyer. And then like six years later, oh, I had a calling again. But this time it was to be a doctor. That doesn't make sense to me. And I just think is the way we see things. I just think it's the way it was engraved into us. That, oh, people change careers. People change, you know. And that I understand. But when they say, yeah, they had a calling for it, you know. Some people are just meant to do this, these things. That I don't understand. Because I don't, it's like, it's like intelligence. Some people say, they're just smart, you know, you don't need to study, you don't need to do that. And I understand somewhat of what they're saying when they say that, because I do understand that some people just have, I think, a better grasp on things, but I don't think that you can say, yeah, she's just a sm she or he is just a smart person. I don't think it's fair to say, because intelligence isn't something you're born with, it's something you're taught. And I stand strong by that, by that statement. 
because, you know, there's no proof, really. But, I mean, if you think back to some of the best minds, like Albert Einstein. I know I say it weird. Einstein? Albert Einstein. And there's no proof, but, I mean, you kind of have to be a little crazy to do the things he did. You know, like, dedicating so much time to, like, E equals MC squared. You know, it's just dedicating so much time and effort into something he studied. What did he study? Like, the the light stuff? Speed of light or something? Yeah, right? And But things like that, like, anyone, any famous, like, person in science, mathematics, you know, any, like, even music, like Mozart, Beethoven, people like that. To dedicate so much time, work, and effort without exhaust where it becomes your cent- the center of your life, like, you kind of have to be kind of crazy, psychotic, you know, sociopath. So you, there has to be something mentally off with you to, to just make a subject, a certain thing, the center of your life and what you work around. So there has to be meant some- mentally something wrong with you. And if you put that into modern day terms when you think oh like there's something mentally wrong with like her or something mentally wrong with him you have there's a bad connotation to it like oh like she can't be she or he can't be smart if there's something mentally ill with them but that's not true I think we all have something we all have that switch that drives us from sane to insane it's a fine line between sanity and insanity and I think a lot of people don't realize that. That I, if you just give in a little bit to that portion of your brain that drives you insane, that little tick, if you focus on it and let it, you know, drive you mad, I think you'll realize how how much more powerful your mind can really be. And I change subjects so fast. I'm pretty sure I was in, like, the changing life thing a few seconds ago. But this is interesting to me, too. Um, see, ADD, I'm telling you. Um, but, yeah, I think if you just give in to the fears, to what you dare not say out loud, to the thoughts of, what if I killed someone? Like, if you don't, you don't act on those things, obviously, that's when you really, that's when you are left with, like, serial killers, because they act on those thoughts, but the thing is, you know, serial killers, serial killers are seen as bad people, and of, of course, yeah, like, how could you kill a human, but my thing is, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm just outing myself as a psycho, <laughs> but I've had those thoughts, but there's a difference between having those thoughts and acting on them or ever wanting to act on them. I've had the thoughts, but I've never had the, th- the desire of wanting to act on those thoughts. But I think that's, that's a spark that you create, a fire that burns inside. That, you know, a fire that you can... It's, of course, metaphorically here. You know, like a battle between sanity and insanity. And I think it's interesting because I think ultimately the greatest minds and the greatest people that have that we have had in history must have had that to some point, uh, to some degree. Because you can't be sane and do incredible things. You just you cannot. There you have, you must have been through some sort of trauma, or you must have had that that 
fine line between sanity and insanity in your brain. You, there must have been something. Like, with every person who has gone down as a legend in history. Because you cannot be, quote-unquote, normal and be that amazing. You just can't. And I stand by that because I've never... Like, you never see, like, oh my gosh, this person, he create Like, they created a missile. But, like, when they show the person, it's like, they look like psychos. And I'm just like, okay. Like, you never see someone in a suit and tie who looks fancy and dressed up. And, you know, and then they're awarded with, like, or not awarded, but they're recognized for, like, having creating a bomb. You know? it's Those things don't happen. You see a lawyer, a judge, doctors that dress up nice or whatever. But they're not, they're, you know, I award doctors or saving lives, especially now, you know, with everything that's going on. But they're not the type of people who have to, you know, think outside the box every day. Like, those people who are out, like, and I'm, like, people must think I'm crazy, but that's such a big government job. Like, for wars, they have to have, like, bombs, weapons, things like that. And they're creating new versions of it every day. So to be someone who's in charge of that, like, you know being the person who has to make a new formula for a new drug or, you know, new gases for, like, you know, killing people. Like, that's something that they're... That's their job. Their job is to make things that kills people, you know? And I could be terribly wrong, but I don't think I am. But again, my opinion. You know, it's just... You can't be sane. You can't be 100% mentally okay and also be 100% okay with the fact that you're creating something that kills other people. Because to some degree, like, you are responsible for that. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, when Einstein created the atomic bomb, like, to, he he created it, and of course, he isn't responsible for the deaths, but, like, because he, I'm, I don't know, he didn't know that they were going to use it to kill people, right? I'm pretty sure he didn't. He wouldn't have made it then, right? I'm not sure. But, like, now, you know, people who created bombs, like, people who have created bombs, like, they know what they're doing now. Like, now you can't, like, just hire a person and be like, here, make an explosive that I'm never going to use. Like, especially if it's a government job, they would tell you, like, here, make an explosive for a war when we have to kill hundreds and thousands of people. And then that person has to say, okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll make a formula that you can turn into a bomb that you can then use to kill other human beings. Like, they have to be okay with that. They have to know to some degree that what they're doing is only going to be used, and if, if it's used, it's only going to be used in one way, and it's going to be used to kill other people. So, I mean, again, I'm just, I think, a little insane, more than a little insane, but you cannot be mentally sane and have that thought process. I'm not mentally sane, so I have that thought process. Thought process. No, but on a serious note, though, I don't think people realize how... Like, it's, I think more I see it with artists than I do with other people. Like, if you think of amazing artists from the past, like Michael Jackson, Queen, like, other people, but those are top two favorites for me. 
like with Michael Jackson, like whether it's true or not, though, his thing was, oh, well, he also acted like a child, but his thing was like, oh, raped kids, you know? But he, legend, amazing. You can't be 100, you can't be, you can't have a perfect image in the public eye and also be a legend. You just can't. With Freddie Mercury, I don't know. There had to be something. I've, I don't really know a lot of history about Freddie Mercury, but those people who do, like, there had to be something, right? He, he couldn't have had a perfect history. Like, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, like, they were what, rock? Like, they had to go through a lot of stages, a lot of inspiration, a lot of different mindsets, especially, to finally get to Bohemian Rhapsody, to finally get to the different songs he made. You have to be in a certain mindset that I think would not be considered normal or sane in today's world to get to that type of legend, to, to make that type of music that would be considered now legendary. Like with anything like Beethoven, he was deaf. He felt vibrations. You have to be on a different mindset to think of those things. You have to think outside the box. And that box is sanity. You have to think outside of what people consider sane and normal to be able to create things that are legendary. Even with sports and people. Like, like for boxing, you have to go into like a ring being cocky, being overly confident, being sane. I'm going to win because I can beat you, because I can knock you out, because I am that cocky, you know? That the amount of mind power that you have to have to already go into a ring just saying to yourself, I'm a win. He doesn't stand a chance against me. Like, you have to be on a different plane. You have to be on a different mind plane to just have that confidence, and, like, with football, I don't know much about football. I'm more of a just boxing and UFC type of person. So that's the why I made the analogy. But, I like, a, like, with basketball players, like, with people who get rings, like, I'm pretty sure they have to have the mindset of, I'm the best of the best. And that, to some degree, is cocky. Like, yes, they are part of a team, but I'm pretty sure they think to themselves, I'm the best of the best, the best of the best. And to some degree, they seek validation because they want those rings, and th their rings is that kind of source of I, what I would assume validation. And to, to get there, they had to say, I'm the best of the best. And they did have to prove it. They did have to shadow all their competition to the point where you think of that era and you think of only that player. And I do understand that, but you have to be on a different mind. You have to be on a different mindset to achieve those things. And you cannot be considered normal and and achieve those great things. You cannot be considered a sane person and achieve those things. And I don't know if this come like I don't know if this makes sense to other people, but it makes sense to me. Like deep like I don't know. Great people achieve greatness and achieve being called a legend. Not by what they do, but how they think. It all starts with a thought. It all, well, a different type of thought. And though it all starts with, like, an idea they had, a dream they had. Like, yo, I want to do this. They make it happen. But the amount of mind power they have to have, 
they they lose their mind. They lose sanity. They lose it. They lose at least a portion of it, and they rep- and they take in. They feed into the part of insanity that drives them, that motivates them, that that they let in, so they can shut others out. And when I say shut others out, I mean their competition. Like when they want to achieve greatness, they have to shut others out. Like you can't be considered a legend, but like have other people ranking the same, like same level as you you know when you're legendary it's just you're the only person I think of when I think of like those five years you were in that sport or in that mood like as an actor or whatever like he's the only one you would think of or she's the only one you would think of you know and you can't you can't achieve those things without being a little insane but yeah But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if other people see it like that. I don't know if other people like would say, oh, they're not insane. They're just really hardworking and really motivated. But I'm like, what do you think motivates them? Like the, the their desire to be the best of the best? Like to already have that desire, you have to be on a different mindset. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And you have to be prepared for everything that comes along because not everyone is designed or is able to keep up with that mindset. Some people give in too much, and that's why we have serial killers. And that's why we have people in mental institutions because you have to have the capability of controlling how much you give in and how much you let affect you and how much you start to think it's reality. But yeah... That's pretty much it for today. I hope I don't sound too insane. Bye.